And now, on Prophetic Faith. broadcast here prophetic faith i'm pastor robbie barrett and tonight we're going into a new uh program entitled are you confused you say now what kind of title is that let me ask you a question are you confused about your identity in christ you see god gave me a statement one time he said he said you are to expect as a child but command as an adult very uh simple statement but it's got such powerful meaning about it. Now let's get into this message and you're gonna see exactly what I'm talking about on how we so many times have this reversed. We have been uh, expecting like adults, but commanding or demanding as children and that never works. So this, uh, this program's really gonna bless you. Let's go into it right now and I'll see you at the end of the program. Amen. Hebrews 11.1, 1. it says, now faith, so when? Now, right? Not tomorrow, not yesterday's, but when? Now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, I'm going to come back to this scripture at the end of this message, and I'm going to explain that and break it down. But first, let's go to Matthew 18, 1 through 4. Let's read this right here. It says, and at the same, uh, same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? How many would like to be one of the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Absolutely, yes. Sign me up. Next verse. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. Verse 3. And he said, and said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted... Now, what does that word converted mean? When we, yeah, changed, right? Going through, going, turning your way and going to, uh, to a different pathway. That's what we think of when we hear the word converted. I converted to this. I changed my ways. So he says, unless you be changed and become what? As little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4, it says, And whosoever therefore shall what? Humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So everybody in here said, I want to be one of the greats in the kingdom of God. Well, Jesus said, here's how you do it. He says, you convert yourself, you change yourself, and, and, and change yourself to the nature of a child. And I'm going, to, I'm going to break all these things down today to help you understand this. And he said, 
unless you humble yourself. Now, that word humble right there is not the humble that you think. Now, if I was to ask every person in here this morning, if I was to call you one at a time, and I would say, if I was to say, what do you think being humble means? I guarantee you that most of you would say, you'd stand up and say, being humble means to think of yourself as nothing, to think of yourself as a nobody, to think of yourself, or think of everybody else better than you, and you're not significant at all. That's what most people would say, that's being humble. But that is not the humbleness that God wants us to have. The word humble in the Greek, and it's also in the same passage in Peter when he says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, same word here. What does it mean? It means to acknowledge or to rely on God's strength, God's power, instead of your own. Well, that's a big difference there, isn't it? See, we don't come in here saying, well, I just want to praise God that I'm a nobody. No, no, no. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says you are a child of God. Amen? The Bible says you are sons and daughters of the king. The Bible says you are a royal priesthood. Does that sound like being nobody? Come on now. I'm going to change your thinking in here. But it means to, and it, watch this. We know this. Anybody who's got kids in here, you know this. Your kid does what? relies on you. When they were growing up, what did they do? They relied on you. They didn't rely on themselves. They said, Mom and Daddy, make me something to eat. Mom and Daddy, get my clothes on. Mom and Daddy, do this, do this for me. Why? What is that? That is humbleness. They wasn't going around saying, I don't deserve to eat today. Or I don't deserve a toy at Walmart. No, they wasn't saying that. Come on now, you know, your kid's never saying that. And if they are, you need to pull them to the side and say, what's up? Right? What's going on? Now do you see the difference of the world's humbleness and God's humbleness? See, the kind of humbleness that Jesus is talking about is how a child fully relies on their parents and not their selves. So Jesus says, until you come to the place where you fully rely on God, you're never going to be one of the greats in the kingdom. Now, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, that means we get into the realm of worry, don't we? I've got to care for this. I've got to worry about this. I've got to stress about this. Now, go to John 14, 13 and 14. Now, look at this right here. It says, And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that word ask in the Greek is demand. Okay, so change it like this. And whatsoever you shall demand in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14. And you shall ask or demand anything in my name, and what? I will do it. Boy, that's a whole lot different than what the religious world says, isn't it? Pray and hope something happens. No, that's not what Jesus said. He said, ask or demand anything in my name. So watch this. So we're, think, we're doing two things today. We're weighing out the difference between adulthood and being a child. Right? Now, when you read these two verses, you may get a little confused today and say, well, wait a minute. Does God want me to be a child or does he want me to be an adult? 
Because you see, here's what you got to see in here today. A child does not demand things. That's just not good, is it? Come on. You ever see a kid out in the store talking to the parents, demanding their way? And what's your reaction? Mm. Come on. It, don't, it doesn't look good, does it? Why? Because it goes against the natural order. Uh-uh. A child is not to have authority. Come on, somebody, talk to me. A child is not to demand its own way. When you say, I'm making this for supper, no, I'll eat what I want. No, that, do, that doesn't work that way, right? Come on. Okay, but on the other hand, so God is talking about, so watch this, the Bible's talking about us becoming children, right? Unless you humble yourself as a child, unless you become as a child, you'll not inherit the kingdom of God. But then on the flip side, God, uh, here you see these verses where it talks about demanding things, commanding things, right? Calling things forth. And you may get a little confused. That's why I told you to ask your neighbor, are you confused this morning? Because you may be confused about how you're supposed to function as a child of God. Well, am I to be like a child and let God do everything and just totally rely on Him? Or am I supposed to speak to things, speak to my body, speak to my, my finances, speak to my children? What am I supposed to do? Because it seems like the Bible at one point is telling me to be one way and then at another point... It's telling me to be something else. But here's what I want to get to you today. Okay, now watch this. Now see, on the flip side, adults don't beg and plead like children do, do they? Now see, that's another thing that doesn't look good, does it? Huh? So just as it doesn't look good for a child to sit there and demand their own way, right? It doesn't look good for an adult to be going to another person, begging and pleading, you know, for them to do something. That don't look good, does it? So we got to find out today, what does God want us to be? Does God want us to be like a child? Does He want us to be like an adult? Can I tell you this today? Turn to your neighbor and say, both. Both, 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 both. That's what He wants you to be. He wants you to be both. You say, what are you saying? I'm telling you that he wants you to be like a child in your humbleness, come on, and in your reliance on him. But he also wants you to be like an adult and learn how to start taking the things, taking authority over things, come on, taking dominion over things. Somebody say amen if you're getting this this morning. So I'm telling you today that God wants you to be both. That's why he put both of these passages in there. So write this down or put this down in your iPhone. You need to get this. Command, this is what God told me when he gave me this message. He said, command as a man or woman of God, but be an expectation as a child. I'm going to say that one more time. Command. There's some things in your life that you need to start commanding instead of waiting on them to happen. Come on now. Command as a man or woman of God. Do I have any men and women of God in here this morning? But on the flip side, expect, have expectation as a child does. Somebody say both. See, God is wanting us to have both this morning. You've got to have attributes of an adult, a man or woman of God, but you also have to have attributes as a child. You've got to have both of them. And the problem is, watch this, for years... How many has trouble receiving from God? Then listen up. 
Watch this. For years, you know what we've done? We've flipped them. We've commanded as a child and had expectations as an adult. Woo! I can stop right there. I'm, I might buy this tape myself. Now watch this. I said we've been commanding as a child. Now what does, how do children command? They beg and they plead. Oh Lord, if you just heal me. Come on, how many has ever heard people pray like that? I just don't know what to do. Oh Lord, if you just, oh please, please, I'll do anything if you'll just do this. You know who does that? Kids. Oh, Mama, Daddy, if you just give me this right here, I'll do this and I'll do that. I'll clean my room. I'll, I'll do all these things. If you just give me this or give me that. That's what children do. And see, what I've come to tell you this morning is, is you don't have to beg and plead for God to do something that's already His will. Somebody talk to me today. You don't have to go to God and beg and plead, him, plead for Him to heal your body. He's already healed your body. You don't have to beg and plead God for, for you to be able to pay your bills or to be able to help people to have, to have prosperity in your life because he's already written it in his will. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying today? And see, for years we flipped the thing and we've been commanding as children, which, watch this, they plead and they beg. Please, mommy. Please, Daddy, let me do this. Let me do that. And see, we've adopted that into Christianity. Please, Lord, please answer my prayer. Please let this happen. Now, I see some of you smiling, and that tells me that you probably have had this twisted. And that's good because I'm going to help you today. See, watch this. That doesn't get anywhere. Because the Bible says there's only one way to please God. Somebody hold your finger up like this if you're with me. There's only one way. And that is, in Hebrews eleven six 6 says, it says, For without what? Faith. It is impossible to please Him. Now see, watch this. Faith doesn't beg and plead. That's the problem. Now I know what the church has taught you. That you just, you know, you just hoop and holler and well, and hopefully somehow, some way, God will hear you. God's not deaf. How many believes that this morning? God hears your He says, I hear the cries of the righteous. He wrote that in His Word. So He's not deaf. And you don't have to beg and plead for Him to do something. Ladies and gentlemen, if he wrote in here that he will do it, you can take it to the bank every time. Somebody say hallelujah if you believe that. He will do it every single time. So it's a waste of time for me to beg and plead. But that's how children command their way. Right? All right, now let's look at the, the last part of that. All right, we've been commanding as children, and we've been expecting like adults. Now, I know some of you in here today, you're just so sophisticated and educated and you've lived this life long enough to where you brought yourself, watch this, you brought yourself to the place where you don't expect much out of life. That's most adults, isn't it? That's most of them, right? Let's be real. As an adult, we don't expect much out of life. 
Why? Because through experiences, through, through life, through different problems and trials and whatever you want to call it, we have taught ourselves as adults, right? We know more than our kids, right? As adults, we've taught ourselves not to expect anything. Well, you know, it'd be nice if something happens, but I'm not going to hold my breath on it. And we, you know, we say that's being real and that's adulting, right? That's just the reality of life. But see, there's just one, there's one problem with that, and that is you can't receive anything from God without expecting it. How many, how many knows what I'm talking about? I can't say, Lord, heal my body, and then walk around. I don't know if he's going to do it or not. That's not going to work. Am I going to receive it? No, I'm not going to receive it. Why? Because I'm wrestling with it. Is he going to do it? Is he not going to? I don't know. And you see, here's what we've done. We command as children. We beg and plead. And then we expect as adults, which is not much at all, is it? That's why you hear people, come on, that's why you hear people talk like this. Well, you know, sometimes God does, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes, you know, God works. Here's my, here's my favorite phrase. You ready? You know, sometimes God works in mysterious ways. Really? Because I'm pretty sure he's wrote in his word how he works. Amen? I, he, you know, he, you just never know what he's going to do. But he's God. Whatever he does is just right. This is the way people talk. And what they're really saying is, don't expect much. Don't get your hopes up. And we as adults, that's why most adults are not happy, are they? That's why they're, they're, they have depression and anxiety because they have taught themselves not to expect hardly anything out of life, right? Well, guess what? It's time that we flip that back around the way it's supposed to be and start commanding as adults, come on, and start expecting like children. Somebody say amen today. And I'm going to teach you today how to do that. I'm going to teach you this morning. James 1, 6 through 8. Look at this right here. It says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. How are we to ask? In faith. That word ask again is what? Demand. You're not coming to God saying, you know, I hate to trouble you or anything, but... but uh, uh, do you mind healing me? No, you're not doing that. Do you mind making sure I can pay my bills this month? No, you're not doing that. You're demanding, not in a rude sense, God, you're going to do something. No, no, no. You're demanding because of your rights. You see what I'm saying? See, God has already established it's your right to prosper. It's your right to be in hell. It's your right to have peace and joy, not only for you, before your family. Here's another. Here's a good one. It's your right that your household be saved. Woo, glory to God. And the enemy will make sure that if you let him, he'll take those rights from you. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and its toss. Next verse. It says, for let not that man think, somebody say expect, that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Next verse. A double-minded what? It didn't say child. It said man. Now, now watch this. this. This is talking to you too, women, because this is King James. 
When it says man, it means mankind. Man and woman. So say adults, right? So a double-minded adult is unstable in all of their ways. Now, so here's what, here's what uh, the writer is saying right here. The truth is, is this, that, that many of us, once we graduate from childhood, we don't stay in expectation. We lose expectation. We lose that drive to expect great things in our life. And that's just, for many of us, that's the process of life. And by the time we get into adulthood, we don't even expect really anything out of life. And now watch this. Because most adults are governed by their sensuality. Now what that means is, is you're governed by your five senses. You're happy if you can see something happy around you. Come on. You've got peace if you've got a situation in your life that's causing you to have peace. When the reality is, is God says, I've called you to have peace no matter what's going on in your life. I've called you to have joy no matter if somebody is talking bad about you or they're praising you or whatever. I've called you to have joy. But see, here's watch this. As adults... We're governed by the five senses, but we're also governed by what? The things of God. See, why I know that there's many people in here and watching on Facebook that loves the Lord, that wants to do His purpose, that wants to do His will, there's also another pull to pull you in the five senses, right? Well, you know, you just can't bury your head in the sand, and this is the kind of things that we talk about. So what's that do? Wave back and forth, wave back and forth, wave. And see, watch this. As you go through your, your Christian walk with God, as you, do, as you let Him develop you, you get more and more out of the five senses of the flesh and you get into the senses of the spirit realm. You begin to see more in, in the spirit realm. You begin to hear more in the spirit realm. You begin to respond more to the spirit realm. And that's when you really... Praise God. Expecting like children. See, one thing you've got to uh, admire about kids is that they expect, they live in expectation. Expectation of what? Exactly what you tell them. I don't care what you tell them. I don't care how impossible it may seem. If they trust you and they believe you and they take it your word, I'm telling you they will live in expectancy. If you say we're going to the beach tomorrow, they will be spending the rest of this day planning and preparing getting all their toys, whatever you want to call it, and getting ready for the beach. That's called expectation. Now, the problem is, is like I said at the beginning of the program, is that we have reversed this. Now we live in expectation like adults, and then we try to demand as children. Now what does that mean? It's very simple. We don't expect God to really move. Let's just be real. So many people in the body of Christ today, they don't really expect God to move on His Word. They don't really take Him at His Word. They just hope and pray and, you know, something, just something might happen. That's not how we are to live. That is anticipation. Something could happen. Don't know if it's going to, but I hope it does. No, expectation says I know it's going to happen. That way I'm preparing for it right now because I'm telling you right now, I know it's going to take place. I know I'm going to be healed. I know uh, that 
prosperity is coming into me. I know that peace and joy is coming into my situation. And you start preparing for it. That's living in expectation. Now, what about the demanding side? So many of us have adopted the uh, principle of demanding things from God like children do. Now, do children demand things? No, that, that's, that's not comely, is it? No, that, that's not. Uh, that's, that goes against the nature of things, doesn't it? See, what children do is they what? They beg. Oh, please, Mommy, Daddy, please do this for me. Oh, please give me this. Please give me that. Well, tell me right now, is that not how the church has uh, adopted when it comes to prayer? Oh, Lord, please heal me. Oh, Lord, please do this. Oh, if you just do this right here, we beg and we plead. I'm going to send notice to you right now. You do not have to beg and plead God. You say, you got scripture to back that up? Yeah, he said, come boldly to the throne of grace. When you come boldly, you are demanding as adults. When adults say, hey, I want this right here, they don't beg and plead people. How, how bizarre would that be if we went around begging ple and, and pleading with people all the time? No, that wouldn't be right, would it? But see, that's how adults are to do. We take authority. He said, whatsoever you ask, that word ask in the Greek is demand. Whatsoever you demand in my name, I will do it. That's demanding as adults. So we live in expectation. We expect as children, but we command and demand as adults. Thank you for watching this program. I pray that it has touched you and that it's blessed you. I want to take this time right now to pray for you. I want to pray that you will find your identity in Christ. You see, that's the number one thing the enemy's after, is he's after to take your identity. Because if you don't know who you are, you won't know what to fight for in your life. Amen? So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up every person that's watching right now. Father, I'm asking you right now in the name of Jesus that you show them who they are. Let them see the power that you place inside them, the authority that they don't have to put up with anything that the enemy's thrown in their life. But they can take a stand, and they can stand in the mighty power of you, and they will be more than conquerors. I pray right now that they'll begin to see themselves as you see them. And Father, when that happens, I know that great and mighty things are going to take place. So we thank you in advance that we have received it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you again for watching this program. Faith Partners, I want to take this time to simply say thank you. Thank you for your love, support, financial support, and your prayers. You help us send this gospel all around the world. We've been mandated by God to take this good news. People need to hear some good news and to, to, to put it out there to as many people as we possibly can. And you help us do that. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you for those that write into us, that call us, that contact us on social media, just letting us know how this program every week just blesses you and touches you again from the bottom of our heart. Thank you for that. Well, until next time, keep walking by faith. I'll see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well. 
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.